Welcome to today's episode of Beacons of Bravery. Our guest is Jakara Davis. She is a dynamo. You will not want to miss her energy. And if you're on the fence, if you can do something to improve your life, to start a podcast, to do anything, you'll want to tune in and hear her enthusiasm and just her energy will inspire you. A couple of reminders as well. Tomorrow, March 10th, we will begin our three-day mini-series of the Enneagram. You may have heard of it and kind of been wondering what it's about. It's a good little starter course, so please tune in. And then also, we still have the contest going where if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you'll be entered into a drawing to win John Lee Dumas's Freedom Journal. And it is a almost $30 value and you will get so much from it. If you have a goal that you want to achieve in 100 days, it'll help you do that. So please tune in, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman, former perfectionist, people pleaser, and rule follower who woke up one day and realized I'd been living somebody else's dream because of my fear of stepping outside the lines. That's why I started this podcast, to interview authors, entrepreneurs, and everyday people who learn to overcome their fears and obstacles in order to live the life of their dreams, to shine the light on how we can live the life of our dreams. Welcome to the show, Jakara Davis. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I am so excited to have you have so much energy. Um, It shows (laughs) through on social media and everywhere. I can't wait for you to just enlighten us with everything you have. Mm -hmm. Where are you calling in from today? Where do you live? So I live in Memphis and Tennessee in the United States. (laughs) Not sure how far out your audience spreads, but yeah. Cool. Home of Elvis or something? Yes. Yes. Where I've, actually, I've actually never been to Grayson. Really? I've never been. I want to go, but now with everything, I, we can't go, but uh-huh. it's on my list. So I've been to Memphis and I really like it. And I remember, is it Bill Street? Is that the main mm-hmm. street? Oh, uh, Bill Street is amazing. <laughs> when we went there, there were these guys that do backflips all down the street. Do they still do that? I haven't seen anyone, but I would not be surprised if they did. Like they went the whole length of the street. It it was cool. That's what I remember about Memphis. (laughs) No, any type of tumbling is not, it's not me. (laughs) I will break my back. Not for me. (laughs) Me too, for sure. Well, I can't wait to get to know you. I want to start out with kind of a fun question, hopefully. And that Mm -hmm. is... Where are you in the birth order of your siblings, or are you an only child? And okay. what, what, if any, effect do you think that's had on your life? So there's only me and my sister. We have other people that we claim as siblings, and yeah. we have sorority sisters, which are our siblings. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just me and her. I am the youngest. Uh, a lot of people think that I'm the oldest because I'm the tallest. Um, she's... She's going to hate me for saying this, but (laughs) she legally does not have to have a booster seat anymore. I think she's 
either right at five feet or five one. Wow. But she's she's very tiny. <laughs> she's a very tiny human. Um, How tall are you? Affecting me. I'm five four, five five. Okay. So pretty so, yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Like I can still pick her up. Mm-hmm. She's tiny. Sorry, <laughs> T. <laughs> she listens to this. Um, so has that affected you at all, do you think, being the, the baby? I I want to say yes and no. And we've actually, me and her, we had the conversation before. So from looking from my perspective, I see everything that she has done and figured out, oh, okay, let's not do that. Or things that she was interested in, like she cheered um, for like eight years. I was like, "Mm, don't want to do that. So (laughs) let me find something else. Um, And then just growing up and growing the life and having her um, be the person that I can ask advice to, like, especially going to college, like, what teacher should I have? What professor should I have? Like, which one is the crappy one? So I won't be bored and fall asleep. Like, she's very, um, she's there as, as a guide. And I appreciate that. But funny enough, when we were younger, we did not get along very well. She used to punch me in the stomach. (laughs) And in return, I would like write her name on the walls and people's like, oh, Jakara didn't do it. I was like, course it was her she did it but we have a loving relationship now (laughs) we we were not friends younger but um it's been really well and now like even though she lives further away I can still call her or FaceTime her and she's usually on the couch or playing with her dog or eating so I always know what she's doing (laughs) but I I love her so much yeah that's awesome um so Jakara and I kind of met through an online coaching program we were part of. Mm-hmm. I mentioned before, made to do this. Mm-hmm. Now we weren't in a close group in in the big 500 and some people yeah. group, but we saw each other online from time to time. <laughs> and then she has started a really great uh, Facebook <laughs> group that I'm in. It's women who podcast together. What's the name? Women podcast together. Uh, and then colon, build confidence, (laughs) income, and impact. Oh, I'm sorry. Confidence, impact, and income. There we go. In those three orders. Let me tell you, if you start a podcast, I mean, a Facebook group, you need to follow her steps because the engagement (laughs) you get is amazing. You are on there just asking the best questions. I love that group. Oh, sometimes I'm like, I'm a low key stalker. So like, (laughs) the the dark chocolate to milk chocolate I'm just in general curious I I I like you guys are hilarious and I just do stalk y'all but (laughs) I like hearing y'all's opinions and I like the 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 most random questions like what is your favorite color what is your favorite shape and then also the business side of questions like what do you need right now to help you with podcasting Mm -hmm. or even as um one that's coming up actually I think for April is does anyone need help with growing their email list? Because I've had like a handful of people ask and mm-hmm. I've done that with mine. So why not? So it's podcasting, but also like a little bit of business and then like a whole lot of fun. Like I'm a really fun person. I don't want my group to be just gross and icky. I want it to be fun and, and rainbows and sparkles. I love yeah. it. Because what you're referencing, the dark chocolate versus um, milk chocolate, that was a question she asked us, like, mm-hmm. sound off, who likes what? And uh, how many people have answered, like, 
oh hundreds like, almost probably yes <laughs> it's y'all are surprised me I really thought you were gonna say milk chocolate and I, I was ready to come in with like the balloons and everything but all of you said dark chocolate so I said oh well that, I mean that's good too and a lot of you had the same response like it's, it's so much healthier and it, people said, it doesn't taste as great but it's so much healthier it's like mm. so it's about the the healthier aspect but I know we all eat the milk chocolate totally fine <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I love it. And that's just a, an example, but your group is mm-hmm. dynamic. Cause I think we can get a little bit of Facebook group fatigue, like, Oh, mm-hmm. another group, another, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but you're just fun. And I look forward love to your it. post. Oh, thanks. That means a lot. <laughs> so what do you do now for a living or, or mm-hmm. whatever? If somebody asks you, what do you do? What do you tell them? So I tell them that I coach women in podcasting all the way from I have I don't I'm not sure if I can cuss a little bit okay okay <laughs> okay well use your imagination <laughs> all the way from I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm confused and literally you're holding up a sign that says help all the way to I have a podcast and there's episodes and I'm super excited and now I am monetizing so the specialty is you have no idea. Let me take that. Let me take that from you. Cause I love brainstorming mm-hmm. and then let's shuffle that all together. Let's make them like a nice little meal and boom, there's your podcast. And then now that you have that, we're going to monetize it because <clears throat> at the end of the day, we all need a little, more, a little bit more money. If you, whether you want to pay off your debt or in my case, I would love to have sushi every day. So <laughs> that's something that I would look forward to, but um, that's my specialty from no idea all the way to let's monetize your podcast. And I'm sure we'll get into this and because we're going to go back a little bit in your history, but what a Mm -hmm. unique niche to go into, Mm -hmm. because I don't think that's a field of study in college. No, (laughs) podcast. That's not a major, but anyway, not yet. (laughs) Right. I'm sure it will be soon. Let's go back. Were you to you as a child, were you born and raised in Memphis or? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I was born in Springville. Funny story. I was the, the hospital was shutting down and I was the last baby born in the hospital, but I didn't, you know, like the whole babies usually stay for a couple of days with their, their mom in the hospital. I did not do that. So I was immediately transferred. I was a premature, had so many complications, uh, also for my sister. So they did not think that like I would survive. And I've heard the stories and everything that I was like less than a pound, have not seen any pictures. I just trust their judgment <laughs> from my family, but um, less than from a there, pound. less than a pound, how, premature. How premature were you? Oh, I want to say I was born at like four or five months. I know I spent wow. like so much time in the hospital and I've seen one picture where I was in an incubator, like you can't tell that there's a baby in there. There's uh-huh. just the incubator and there's so many tubes and, and things going through it. But other than that, the only thing that's wrong is one of my legs is like a little bit longer. But uh-huh. other than that, I, I'm a totally healthy, normal person. <laughs> well, so I don't have cataracts in my eyes either. <laughs> don't have cataracts? Is that what you're I saying? don't have cataracts, no. <laughs> I am legally blind, but I, my vision is 20-20. So I, I'm a very complicated 
human body person yes. but <laughs> I appreciate my life yeah. um but growing up um I was always like the quiet child introvert I liked being by myself I did not like people and that lasted all the way well into um the beginning of college I would say it was band nerd classic band nerd <laughs> I played flute piccolo alto saxophone dabbled a little bit in piano um I'm trying to, I'm, I know I'm skipping around everywhere, okay. but um, growing up, we moved to England. We actually moved to Lewisham, um, England. We stayed there for a couple of years and then um, I was not here for 9-11. So like coming back, I had no idea what it was. I had uh-huh. <laughs> like the next year in school, I was, I was confused uh-huh. and this was maybe third grade or so for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't understand. And when I asked about it, I was like immediately shunned. Um, well, maybe shunned is too harsh of a word. Me- immediately thought of as like the weird kid. Cause like, how do you not know that this happened? And yeah. when you try to explain it, they're like, Oh, that's a little weird, but regardless, everything <laughs> worked out for the best. <laughs> I know what it is now. <laughs> um, but, and then we just kind of settled in Tennessee. Um, my mom went back to school. She has like so many degrees. I cannot keep counting them all. And then we kind of grew up like um, in the same area. Um, I don't know if anyone knows where Martin is on Martin. the map of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Martin, Tennessee. It's, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a little small town. Um, kind of grew up with there. And then as we got into college and like we moved on, like we branched out. And now I'm in Memphis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you go to college in Memphis? No, I went to college in Martin because it was right there. Everything was pretty much paid for. I only had to pay for my books because my mom worked at the school. So you get that, that great discount and it's in state. So I didn't have to pay really for anything, but somewhere along the way, I still have student debt. So someone me lied to too. me. <laughs> and it's been a lot longer than you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I still have it. Still paying that. Well, not fun, but okay. You said you were kind of introverted and shy, mm-hmm. or I, I might be putting shy in there, but oh, totally shy. Also, a sorority in college. So, is that where you mm-hmm. kind of kind of branched out? Yes. Branched out? So, yeah. um, most of my family um, is either Zeta Phi Beta or Phi Beta Sigma, mm-hmm. and Phi Beta Sigma is my my uh, brother fraternity. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I would like to say I had a choice, but I didn't have a choice, but I liked the Zetas that were on campus, and then my sister went through it, and then she helped me go through it, and it was like a giant family party, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love all my story sisters. There's some that live here, um, and we just, we hang out. Some of them have a baby, and I'm so excited. It's just, it's nice. It's, it's, it's so lovely to be in a, in a community, but I believe that's where I branched out more, um, more as in I was forced to open up more, but also like in a loving and nurturing way. Like um, they held my hand through like things that I didn't understand about with life, like how to, how to do taxes. <laughs> they helped with that or um, just any like regular school things like, hey, I have a test coming up. Like, does anyone know anything about microbiology or whatever I was in? Yeah. So it's like my little family away from my family. And I, I love them so much. Zeta has my heart. It's one of the things that has my heart. That's neat. 
I was never in a, they didn't have the Greek system in the college I went mm-hmm. to, but the people who've been through it, I know are just like you. They're mm-hmm. tried and true, great friends to this day. I mean, mm-hmm. it just seems like a great way to experience college for sure. Yeah. And I know some people say, oh, you're just buying friends. In retrospect, I would rather pay to have those friends of the people that I met because they are flipping awesome. Yeah. And I will like, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And I know the same thing is vice versa. Oh, that's neat. They're your ride or die, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, just backtracking a little, what made y'all go to England? Uh, my mom got remarried mm-hmm. and he, he was like from England. So we, we moved. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Wow. I was thinking military or something like that, but, mm. um, do you remember much about it? Did you like it? Uh, I know it was, it was always rainy and cold. I know that's yeah. like the common answer. So yes, it's always rainy and cold. I did not like the streets because like here we have paved robes. There was a lot of cobblestone and my mom twisted her ankle. And then I, I felt it was, <laughs> I did not like it. Yeah. Um, I did like, like a lot of their sweets. Um, I believe that's where I started like in Cadbury, Cadbury. Mm. If you can get Cadbury like in the UK, it's totally different from American Cadbury. I don't know really? what it is. If it's that little extra sugar or a little less sugar, I, I don't know, but it's, it's totally different. But I, I do like it. I would love to go back, but yeah. Were you in London or outskirts? We were in Lewisham. So it's about 30, 45 minutes outside of London. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I want to go there. I've never been, but I mean, what an interesting little side segue <laughs> in your life, right? Yeah. Just the plane ride is the worst part. Oh, but when, yeah. I mean, you can sleep on the plane, so if you can get through, get through that. You'll be totally fine. Yeah. So I know, you know, a little bit about this podcast and <laughs> it, we deal a lot with, um, I like to interview people who have overcome fears and obstacles mm-hmm. to be on the path to living the life of their dreams. Mm-hmm. So in your past leading up to now, has there been any main fear or obstacle that you had to overcome? And then if so, how did you? Yes, absolutely. So like I said, I, it, I know it does not seem like it now. I am an introvert. I still am an introvert. I do not like large crowds, but I have gotten better. So when I was younger, growing up, I hated public speaking. I would, I would cry. Like if they say, Jakara, you have to read even one sentence on the board immediately. I would start crying. I did not like the social pressure, <laughs> did not like any of it. Um, so overcoming, uh, learning, like starting a business and starting a podcast, um, I've learned to be visible and funny story. My business did not even start off with podcasting. It was blogging because I saw another person was an anonymous blogger. And it's like, oh, and I can make money from this. I don't have to show my face and you don't have to hear my voice. It's just words. And I love writing and I love reading. So that's where I started, quickly learned (laughs) that was not what I wanted to do. Um, So when I got into podcasting, I said, well, I do have a lot to say. And technically no one has to see my face. so that was my barrier of comfort level. And then I found that it was like really fun. So if you listen to, I have three podcasts, one's in the making, but if you listen to Let's Try Adulting, if anyone listens to it, it's a um, 
the logo is a rainbow tree. It's beautiful. And I watercolored it. The only time when I can paint decently. (laughs) But you can see the progression of me being nervous as crap, saying like nothing. And the first uh, couple episodes, they are edited. But then by episode five, like I'm in the routine of I hear my voice and I hear myself talking and there's no one here, but I know it's going to be like broadcasted to people, mm-hmm. but that podcast is completely unedited. It's as real as it can get. You can hear me talk about there's people walking by while I'm podcasting in my car. <laughs> there's dog barkings, there's planes going. You can hear, I was like, I know one episode I had said, um, it was like an ambulance or a fire truck going through and it was taking a while. It's like, okay, I'm just going to pause. Um, I'll be right back. And then the next, the next clip, like I just keep going. And I like that podcast being um, just me, just raw footage. So whether I'm pausing or messing up or anything, because as I teach women how to podcast, I say, just be yourself, just, just talk. Like if you need to talk to someone, call your friend and just hit record, put your computer or your phone somewhere, hit record and just have a conversation conversation with someone. And it's okay to mess up because we're all human and we all do that. But getting past that fear of being okay with myself with podcasting and then the stair step of being visible because I had social media, did not put my face on there. So <laughs> now at podcasting, if you go look at my Instagram, which I haven't been very active recently, that's my fault. But um, you see that I enjoy going live because I like talking about the random things and then, oh, let's throw in a podcasting tip in there. And then how's your day? And this is the crazy thing that happened to me. So just talking with myself has allowed me to branch out outside of myself and be more visible with my words and, and my face and actually helping other women to do the same thing. And it's, it's life-changing and I love it. (laughs) And it lights you up for sure. Yes, it does. It's, it's amazing to think that you were ever shy or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Now, I don't want you to give away all the goods, um, Mm -hmm. with with podcasting, but (laughs) you said that you do monetize what mm-hmm. are a couple of ways that people monetize from podcasts that people might not know about? Okay. So the common things are you reach out to a company or a company reaches out to you, excuse me, and they do a, a sponsor or an ad, but usually that takes you having quite a bit of audience, maybe like a thousand people on your email list. Mm-hmm. And the entryway um, of that to me for starting out with podcasting, it was gigantically overwhelming. And it's like, there has to be an easier way. There has to be. So um, I was listening to, I don't remember what podcast, but they were promoting their own thing. They said, this podcast is sponsored by them. And I was like, you could totally create your own self ad. So for anyone out there, whatever that you are doing in your business or whatever you're selling or whatever skill set that you have that you can make money from, put that in your podcast, create your own little self ad. It's just you telling people like, hey, this is what I'm doing and you can find it here and you can tell them the price or you don't have to. And it costs this much um, DMA for, I don't know, access or a link or something. So promoting yourself because we often forget to promote yourself. And whether you think that you have promoted yourself enough you probably have it promote until you feel annoyed by your own self and then still promote more. 
<laughs> but it's so easy to create your own little self ads and you have that as their own little clip and you can just sprinkle that all over your podcast mm-hmm. and boom, you've, you're generating money more for yourself because as new people come to listen, they're going to say, Oh yeah, I'm interested in that. And then as your old listeners still listen, they're like, Oh, well, I trust you and I like you and you know what you're doing. So of course I'm going to buy from you. Yeah. So be your own advocate for making your own money. And then as you grow, then reach out to sponsors and then other companies or things that you like. Right. Because um, I've heard it said that it takes somebody hearing you. I, I don't even know the like seven times. Yeah. You talk to them seven times and then finally they're like, oh, OK, you can't just mm-hmm. like being on a first date and ask somebody to marry you by my <laughs> No, you got to get to know them a little bit and have them trust you, like you said. Mm-hmm. And really on podcast, it it can be time consuming or it can't, but we are giving a lot away for mm-hmm. free, right? Exactly. Yes. The message you have, I have, we feel strongly about getting it out there. So a lot of times people almost feel like, well, what can I do for you? you're giving mm-hmm. me all of this. And so it's kind of that give and take. Do you agree? I agree. Absolutely. It's all about energy and like how much effort you put in. Like <laughs> I worked with kids for three years. I think that's where a lot of my energy came from <laughs> um, because I, I always had to be like, oh, big person, like woohoo. And like, I love singing songs and being silly with them. And that has um, moved over into podcasting and then how I run my business. Like I love it being playful, but I don't, you can be playful and professional at the same time. Right. So however, which way that you learn your business or your podcast, or even something as simple as your life, it's up to you. Don't forget to have fun and just play around with it because life is already too serious as it is. Throw some sprinkle of magic on there. Right. And I love what you said about when you go on um, just live on your podcast, people might think that's easy, but the oh, first yeah. time you try to do it, it's like, especially if you've been in a professional world where you have to mm-hmm. act professional and do all mm-hmm. that. Stuff. Oh, I can't just talk like this. And then you get to a point where it's like, well, yeah, that's what people want to hear. Right. Yeah. Like I'm making my lunch while I'm doing the live. Like go, go watch some of the lives uh, on my Instagram. It's my project podcast, but go watch some live and you see like just how silly I am. Like, it's it it changes your life just being just be yourself and then the the comfort and everything comes like as you do it just if you don't know what to go live about talk about what did you do that day just start naming things and as you start talking you get more comfortable and then you can go into whatever else that you need to say yeah I love that are coming right here (laughs) (laughs) um, and that's what you're talking about stuff just happens live like that yeah So do you make your full-time living in and around podcast in some kind of way? Yes. So I would say about 90% comes from podcasting. Um, Recently, I started helping a family with their little, their little baby, their little Timothy, she's adorable, but I'm only there for maybe six hours a day. And even that it's, it's not scalable as much as my podcasting would be. So I love my podcasting business, but that's where 90% of my income comes from. And I think that will be surprising to my audience because they probably mm-hmm. think, uh, what's your real job? What's your nine to five? No, <laughs> I don't have a nine to five. <laughs> and I love that. And 
you can have a fun life and it can mm-hmm. be, you know, what you want it to be. So, I mean, I want that encouragement to the audience is that you can make your life what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine your life without your nine to five and you have so much time. On my podcast, I maybe spend 10, 20 hours a week. And then everything else, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I've done laundry twice today because I had nothing else to do. I'm like, all right, well, okay. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying it to sound like conceited. It's just, it's such a difference. Like I quit my nine to five at the end of November, November 30th. That was my last day in 2020. And since then, like I have so much time that I feel like I have no time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you mentioned you used to have a blog and you have time on your hands, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is writing a book in the... Yes. <laughs> I didn't know this, but I'm just asking you because it seems like it would follow course. I would love to write a book. I have no idea what I would write about, maybe about my life and how I got started podcasting. But it's, it's, it's on my list, but it's nothing that's like definite, like this is happening now. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So that kind of leads me into the future and Mm -hmm. again, fears, obstacles, whatever. What are your big, hairy, audacious goals for the future? Mm -hmm. And what fears do you still have if you have any or obstacles Mm -hmm. that you feel you'll have to overcome to get there where you want to go? Okay. Um, My big goal, I would say the one that I have for this year, I want to... I've upped it. So I want to make $200,000 by December, Uh like as a business in, in revenue, like I know there's expenses, but in revenue, I would love to see that on paper. Mm -hmm. Um, The fear around that is still the same thing being visible because sometimes I'm like, I just want to crawl in a rock. I don't want to do anything today. And like, my energy is not always there. Like I still have my bad days with the breakdowns and like Mm -hmm. three days I do completely nothing. I just drop off the face of the earth, but um, just learning more about myself and then working through my own things. I would love to do therapy. I feel like that's like where the real groundbreaking um, adventures are going to come in. Mm -hmm. Um, I use adventures (laughs) instead of um, something else, because I think it's going to be really fun. And like, of course, I'm going to cry and there's going to be things that I need to work through, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an adventure. Um, but being more visible is one of my hardest things. Being consistent, I'll add that as well. Being visible and consistent is hard. So that, that would be also my big goal for the year. I would like to be more visible and consistent. And I think that's a big fear of a lot of people is being visible. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out to the people who might love you and might hate you. And hearing the comments that aren't so positive is like, oh, why did I do this? Mm -hmm. I could have just stayed home and done nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. Scary. I will say, everyone that I've encountered so far in social media or in like workshops and everything, everyone's been super, super nice, super like understanding, like, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my Facebook group workshop that was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And for, for some reason, I don't know, like Google is just, just not it. <laughs> it's giving me issues and problems with the replay, but everyone is so 
understanding like oh it's okay like we totally understand like we can see this part like just let us know when you get it worked out so I've not come across like the hate comment or anything I've come across a lot of spam and someone asked me to be their sugar baby before but (laughs) nothing is like you should take this down or I do not like your content I haven't had any of that but I know I know it's going to come and I know that's what's scaling but I I, I honestly I look forward to it because that means that you don't like my stuff so much that you comment like in one of my um podcast episodes I got like super excited because someone unsubscribed from my email list (laughs) I want that because you know that this is not for you and I'm okay with that like there's no feelings hurt by all means unsubscribe but I look forward to like the challenges and the the difficult times because that means that I'm progressing and and growing and I hope everyone else looks forward to that as well because you want that you want to have that growth and hardships come with growth um, unfortunately but just turn it around and have it as a positive thing right I totally agree because you know we kind of all are raised you want everyone to like you and if mm-hmm. you're vanilla enough that everyone kind of likes you, you're really mm-hmm. not saying anything. You need yeah. to say what you're going to shake say. some people up. Right. And people are going to unsubscribe. They're not your people, right? Yes. They're not going to make everyone happy. Right. That's okay. I love it. And I love that you're making a living doing, doing this, just like in our group, they encouraged us to do You're you're <laughs> living it. So I love it. Um, So kind of winding into some of our final questions, Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you if there is a book that you especially like meaning Mm -hmm. to you and if so, why? Okay. So I actually have her second book and I need to return it to the library. (laughs) So if anyone knows Rachel Hollis, her first book is called, um, Girl, wash. Oh, man. Yes, there we go. Totally just blank. Girl, wash your face. Yeah. So I'm reading her second one. I love it. I love Rachel Hollis. But it's so encouraging because it's just how everyone says, like, be a human in your business. She's literally telling you, hey, this is the stuff that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. And this is how you be a human and then change it around. If I would have listened to all the, the naysayers or listened to my past self, where I said that I can't do this. She literally tells you like that's what happened in her life and then how she rewrote her life and now she has like a multi-million dollar business and she's just another regular person and I find like the encouragement from hers because and she says on her podcast that she she came she does not have a college degree and everything she learned from the internet and if she can do it then that was uh, the thought of myself if she can do it why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. And now I did it. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's life changing. And she held, up, she held up the book, but since this is audio, the second mm-hmm. book's called Girl, Stop Apologizing. And it's mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. And she I goes through that. things that she stopped apologizing for, lies that she's going through. I'm only like 30 pages in and mm-hmm. I'm already like, I need to buy the book so I can highlight in the book. Yeah. For sure. And then she has a new one out that she wrote during the pandemic mm-hmm. stuff that's happened in her life since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I recommend that as well. She's real. Um, I think this might be leading into the next question, a podcast mm-hmm. you yourself enjoy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, would that be one and the same? <laughs> yes. Rachel, uh, it's called The Rachel Hollis Show, I believe. Um, I, I would say the trick to it is listen to her in the morning because even if, if you listen to her further back episodes, when she gets to like real talk to you, she's like yelling at you of the reasons why that um, like personal development is important and everything. Like I promise it's gentle love, but she's yeah. like literally yelling at you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it. It lights a fire under you and gets you going. Yeah. And just like she is in the books, she's real in the podcast. I mean, talking mm-hmm. about stretch marks and, you know, all kinds of different things. It's, mm-hmm. we can all relate to that. <laughs> so we're all human. Mm-hmm. So then that goes into my next question, which I feel okay. similar as well. <laughs> Who inspires you that you like to follow on social media? Mm-hmm. Rachel Hollis. Like, <laughs> I, I say her because last 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 year year and a half ago when I was thinking about starting my business and I had no idea my aunt recommended her podcast and her book and I was like oh she's just another person on the internet that just talks about business and life no she is but she isn't she does it a whole completely different way so that's why I recommend her to like anyone starting off if you have no idea and you just need some little encouragement go listen to her podcast go read her book go follow her on social media and you do it enough, you're going to start to say, oh, she's just another real person. Oh, yeah, I can totally do this. Totally. Yeah. And make millions like her. Make millions. I'm not there yet. Love to be. <laughs> On a college degree. <laughs> yes. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So let's go to movies. Is there mm-hmm. any movie or two that you catches your attention every time they're on the TV Mm -hmm. or screen that you can't walk past. You have to sit down Mm -hmm. and finish it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Hocus Pocus, the classic movies of all movies. (laughs) Have to, have to. Um, I would say these are a lot of Halloween, Halloween related. (laughs) Casper, the, um, oh, I don't know what year it came out, but like the original Casper Friendly Ghost. Uh Love that one. Have to finish it. And any Studio Ghibli film, specifically Spirited Away, I have to finish it. Princess Mononoke, I have to finish it. But Studio Ghibli, all the way across the board. I'm not familiar with them. What? Oh, they are lovely. They're. So, um, mm-hmm. What kind of movies do they produce? They're they're like animations. They're oh. like Japanese animations. They're really good. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. So they're like. I would I would add Disney movies to this list. I can't forget about Disney, but it's like Disney movies. But sorry, Disney has so much better um, colors, animations, like their their screen time. It's it's beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, do you know who Totoro is? No. No. Okay. Look up when when we get off. Look up Studio Ghibli. They're adorable movies. They are geared more like towards like children, but I know plenty of adults that still watch and love Studio Ghibli movies. Spell the last word. Ghibli? Yeah. Mm -hmm. G-H-I-B-L-I. Okay. I mean, I don't know where I've been, what rock I've been under, but. Yeah, you should watch it. They're so good. Well, that's cool. Taught me something new. Uh, So how can the audience connect with you? Because you have, like I've said, 
like the greatest mm-hmm. Facebook group. If somebody's interested in starting <laughs> a podcast or just, you know, what's the little entryway into your world, the podcast mm-hmm. world? So Facebook, Facebook group right now, um, because like I said, I kind of slacked on Instagram, but only because I love the Facebook group. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's hilarious. Um, so Facebook group is the way to connect with me uh, the most. I'm in there multiple times a day. Um, women podcast together, build confidence, impact, and income. Um, if for some reason you can't find me, you can also find me on Instagram, my project podcast. Um, where else? Those are the only two social media that I really have. I'm on Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, but it's under my name. Oh, let me spell my name. <laughs> J-U-A-K-E-R-R-A Davis, simple A, D-A-V-I-S. Um, but if you look at, look for me on, on anywhere, then by, even by my name, there's only one of me. I've never met another one of me. <laughs> so if you search for it, like I'll come up somewhere. Um, but also I will say this to show that like, no, no one's perfect. So if you want to go look at my blog, it's completely un- unfinished. I have not worked on it in six months. Go to letstryadulting.com and you can see all the mishap and mayhem, like, go look at it. Like, so if anyone else's website looks like this, or you just have trouble building your website, totally no, you can do it by yourself. But if it's messy, totally fine. Just have fun with it. Yeah. What's the name of that again? Let's try what? Let's try adulting.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I leave it up there (laughs) for a reason. So it reminds me, oh, that's the thing that I want to fix this year. But also, oh, okay. That's my messy side of business. And I really don't care if people look at it. Yeah. That's awesome. You're being real, just like Rachel. (laughs) So I encourage everybody to reach out because you will not be disappointed. And especially if you have any interest in the podcast. So kind of as a way of ending this, I wanted to know, is there any question I haven't asked you or anything on your mind or your heart that you would like to leave with the audience? Um, Just Mm -hmm. inspiration or whatever it might be. I would say, don't be scared to go for what you want to do, whether that's personal development and life and business and podcasting, whatever you want to do, don't be afraid to do that. Live your life with, this sounds so cheesy, live your life without having regrets. Because if you wonder if you would have done something, that's going to drive you insane. So might as well kind of be safe about it. Go ahead and do the thing. And if you feel like this wasn't for you and you don't like it, then totally fine. Go for it. Like, I want to play the cello. have no idea if I'm going to be good at it, but I know I want to play. They sound beautiful. So why not try? I don't want that to be a regret. So you can do literally anything that your mind says to you. And I know as adults, we all just say, yeah, I don't have time. I can't do that. But the words that you speak to yourself is a reflection of how you see yourself. Mm. So um, start saying, I can do this, or I do have time, or I am the best, if you, even if you just say that in the morning, watch how much your life changes. And it's not overnight, and it does take a lot of work, but at the end of the day, you with yourself is so much happier, and then you have that happiness to spread out to other people. I love that, and exclamation point and highlight. Exclamation point. <laughs> Maybe I should write a book with all these things like that. 
you should just record. I mean, you already have recorded your podcast. You can get mm-hmm. it transcribed and just pick and choose. Yes, that, that's my goal. I will have like chapters and then I'm just going to rant for like however long and then edit that chapter. Yep. That's how I would love to write my book. I can't, I can't from learning from blogging. I can't sit down and just type. Yeah. Nope. I got to talk. Yeah. I mean, that's a legit way to write a book and it's a lot easier because that blank screen just yes. blinks at you and you're like, oh. it's daunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jakara, for coming on. I love everything you've said. I encourage my audience to follow you, check you out on social media. You will not regret it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed this so much. Yay! <laughs> All right. Thanks. We'll talk later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you would go and rate and review the show and also share it with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to the message. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram or you can email me at beaconsofbravery at gmail.com. I hope something that you heard today will help you go out and live a more joy-filled, inspired life. Don't keep playing it safe. Be brave today. And of course, a huge shout out to Steve Denny for providing the music for this podcast.